Flinging the green and gold worldwide on the web at SyntexSportsFan.com. This is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for Baylor Athletics. It's a Big 12 Friday on the John Moore Show. Here's the ball back to Austin Sachs near midcourt. Sachs looking to penetrate, can't do so. Got to put it up, a three is good! Oh, what a night! Austin Sachs, a three-pointer! He beat the shot clock! Exclamation point, Baylor! The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham. Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor by Alliance Bank Central Texas by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat your friend in the car business by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium on the web at thebaylorclub.com by Kaleo Wealth Management and by Diamore Fine Jewelers 4541 West Waco Drive where Waco gets engaged Kobe says it right side Raekwon Battle open three good Raekwon Battle with one minute to go, hit it. West Virginia takes the lead back. 65-63. And the turnover a moment ago, can he hit this one? He doesn't. Rebound Bears, they can go for the tie. Walter, will he get it off? He does. He missed it. He missed it. And KU escapes. You can rock. Chalk it up. The Jayhawks win. It wasn't pretty down the stretch. One for their last ten. But shorthanded, somehow, KU survives. This weekend's matchups in the Big 12 Conference from the Allen Samuel Studios. Here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Hi, and welcome to John Morris Show on a Friday. We are glad you are with us. John Morris, Aaron Sexton. Highlight cuts in the open courtesy of the Baylor Sports Media Network. We are on the road to West Virginia. More on that in a bit. And we'll visit with Tony Caridi, the voice of the Mountaineers, coming up in a bit as well. Uh, this is actually a two-game swing for Baylor. Um, that's, not, that's not accurate to say this is a swing. When you say a two-game swing, that makes it seem like we're going to Morgantown and we're stopping by Cincinnati on the way back home for another game. This would be uh, going to Morgantown today, playing West Virginia tomorrow, spend the night there at the beautiful uh, waterfront Marriott, which is right along the banks of the Monongahela River. And then Sunday we'll get up and fly to Provo, Utah and play uh, BYU coming up on Tuesday. So by my calculations, and I'll look it up, I'll have the answer by game time tomorrow. That's got to be the longest trip in the Big 12 right now. Now, next year it'll be maybe longer, but from Morgantown to Provo, it's got to be the longest uh, mileage trip in the Big 12. Uh, Don't you think? 
I mean, I don't know what else. Maybe maybe UCF to Provo, but I think Morgantown to Provo would be longer. So we're going to make that swing and being such a long trip and turn around and play again on Tuesday. Going to cut out one leg of that and just go straight from Morgantown to Provo. So uh, Monday when we talk, uh, uh, Lord willing, we will come to you from Provo, Utah. But first up, it's uh, West Virginia coming up on Saturday. Uh, the Mountaineers are uh, three and eight in Big Twelve play. They are nine. Nine and sixty. I'm sorry, eight and sixteen overall. But there are uh, three wins in conference play. Two of those, uh, one against Kansas when they were ranked number three in the nation, and one against the University of Texas, came, coming on their home floor. Their other home, their other conference win is over West Virginia at home. West Virginia, one of those teams, uh, pretty much like everybody in the league this year, that uh, has a much more sparkling record at home than on the road. They are three and two in home games in conference play. They are zero and six in Big 12 road games this season. So that's uh, what's up for Baylor next. You also heard a highlight cut courtesy of the Mountaineer Sports Network from Learfield. Tony Caridi with the call. We'll visit with uh, Tony coming up in a bit. We'll ask him about the uh, the difference that he has seen in home versus road uh, from a West Virginia perspective. But I think that is sort of universal in the Big 12 this year. Um, So uh, another highlight cut courtesy of the uh, Kansas Sports Network from Learfield. Brian Haney with the call. Actually goes back to last Saturday. That was his version of uh, the final seconds. Baylor losing in uh, Lawrence to KU 64-61 on Saturday. Here's a look at the Big 12 schedule coming up tomorrow. Full slate of games. Some great matchups as always. Beginning at 11 a.m. there's two games on Big 12 now on ESPN+. Plus. Texas Tech plays at number 10 Iowa State. And that is on Big 12 now on ESPN+. Plus. Iowa State co-leader in the league going into games this weekend. Iowa State and Houston are 8-3 and three in conference play. Baylor and Tech tied for third, a game back at 7-4. and four. Kansas is 7-5. and five. So, one of the league co-leaders, Iowa State, home in Hilton Coliseum, playing a Tech team that uh, may be riding high, coming off a 29-point win, what, over Kansas in Lubbock on Monday. So, Tech at Iowa State tomorrow morning at 11. You can watch it on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. Plus. Also at 11 on ESPNU, TCU plays at Kansas State. TCU most recently beat uh, this West Virginia team. We'll see tomorrow. Kansas State uh, won on... was that Big Monday this week, or was that a week ago for them? No, that was a week ago when they won on Big Monday. Kansas State coming into this game tomorrow is... 15 and 9 overall. They are 5 and 6 in conference play. Uh, oh, they lost at BYU uh, last Saturday, then had the midweek bye. That's what it was for Kansas State. So uh, K State coming off uh, a loss, even though it was a week ago, and it was on the road at BYU 72 66, the final. So that game is uh, 11 a.m. on ESPN U, TCU at Kansas State. Noon on CBS, Texas at number three, Houston. We told you Houston, one of the co-leaders along with Iowa State in the league, and they are uh, hosting the Longhorns coming up tomorrow. Texas, uh, two and four at home. Uh, they've kind of bucked the trend here. They're two and four at home in conference play. They're 
three and two on the road uh, and going into Houston where the Cougars are five and zero at home, four and three in road games. Houston is 13 and zero on the season playing at uh, at the new Fertitta Center there at U of H. I say new. It's not that new. It's new to us. Uh, we remember the old Hoffines Pavilion. One o'clock on that game on CBS tomorrow at noon. Great showcase for the Big 12 tomorrow. 1 p.m. Big 12 now on ESPN Plus 19th ranked BYU at Oklahoma State. The Cougars go on the road. They, the BYU brand of Cougars, go on the road. They're coming off the win over K-State last week, playing an Oklahoma State team that is uh, right now at the bottom of the standings. They're 2-9 and nine in conference play. They are 10-14 and 14 overall. 3 o'clock on ESPN, a battle of ranked versus ranked teams. Sixth ranked Kansas at number 25, Oklahoma. Oklahoma, the team that Baylor uh, spanked pretty well on Tuesday night here in Waco, but they are back home, and Oklahoma is uh, uh, hosting a Kansas team that is, uh, I'm not going to say desperate, but for them to be um, 6-0 and at home and 1-5 and in Big 12 conference games, on the road and playing on the road this Saturday. Uh, I am sure they've had a long week uh, kind of seething from that loss in Lubbock and now going back on the road to play at Oklahoma tomorrow. That'll be fun to watch. 3 o'clock on ESPN tomorrow. Sixth-ranked Kansas at number 25, Oklahoma. 3 o'clock tomorrow on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. Plus. Cincinnati plays at UCF. And uh, Cincinnati at four and seven in the league. Uh, in fact, both of them tied four and seven in their inaugural seasons in the Big 12 Conference. And then our game, the last game of the day, five o'clock central. That would be 6 p.m. in the Eastern time zone. 12th ranked Baylor at West Virginia. It is on ESPN2. It is obviously right here on ESPN Central Texas. And we'll be on the air at 4.30, tip-off at 5 tomorrow for the Bears and the Mountaineers. Baylor looking to uh, uh, grab a big road win, keep that momentum going from the uh, victory at home over Oklahoma. And then uh, two-game road swing, as we mentioned, West Virginia tomorrow in Morgantown. BYU in Provo coming up on, not Monday, but Tuesday. All right, the, the women's side of the Big 12, look at that. Uh, the Baylor women don't play until Sunday, but a big day for the Baylor women as uh, they host Texas Tech, 3 o'clock in Foster Pavilion and uh, 3 o'clock against Texas Tech. And this is the game for the uh, Brittany Griner jersey retirement. So many uh, other activities in associ associated with the game on Saturday. BG t-shirts uh, on every seat in Foster Pavilion. That'll be a real collectible worth having. Uh, Brittany will be there. Uh, so many great uh, other events coming up. I'm looking for the list from Michaela Sullivan. She, from Fan Engagement, gave me all the things that are going on with that game on Sunday. And make note, it is Sunday, Baylor versus Texas Tech women in Foster Pavilion. All right, here it is. So 3 o'clock Sunday, day, uh, doors will open at 1.30. Keep that in mind. Be there early. The special pregame ceremony begins at approximately 2.45 on Sunday. Every seat, a commemorative BG t-shirt, uh, illustrated BG posters and stickers available at the marketing table. First come, first serve. Uh, a student dunk-like BG challenge will take place at halftime. 
<laughs> uh, pre-game jersey retirement ceremony, in-game BG highlights throughout the game, Baylor women's basketball alumni having their reunion this weekend. That'll be cool. Sophia Young-Malcolm, uh, center in that setting, all that up. There are tickets available. They are $20 for the game. Go to BaylorBears.com slash tickets, and they are on sale now for this single game, big game for uh, the Baylor women against Texas Tech and the Brittany Griner Jersey Retirement Ceremony in association with that. So that is a big game. That is on Sunday. That's the only women's game on Sunday. They have, uh, what, six others tomorrow, uh, noon central time. Is that right? Hmm. So the West Virginia women are at home earlier in the day and then the West Virginia men hosting Baylor tomorrow. That can be a little tricky sometimes. Um, it is 23rd ranked Oklahoma at number 24, West Virginia. It's a big game. It's at noon central. It is at 1 Eastern time. And then the men will be, uh, I'm sure they'll clear the arena and then the men will play uh, Baylor men at West Virginia at 5 Central Time tomorrow. That game, Oklahoma, West Virginia women on Big 12 now on ESPN+. Plus. 1 o'clock, TCU at Cincinnati. 3 o'clock on ESPN2, Iowa State at number 5, Texas. That'll be a big game. That'll be the game on ESPN2 that leads into Baylor-West Virginia men. So back-to-back Big 12 game one games. One's a women, one's a men's uh, tomorrow on ESPN2. Houston at Oklahoma State is is 4 o'clock on Big 12 now, 5 o'clock, uh, no, I'm sorry, also 4 o'clock, UCF at number 7, Kansas State, and 5 o'clock on Big 12 now, Kansas at BYU. Oklahoma, with their win over Baylor midweek, is 12-1, and leading the league. Two games ahead of Texas, West Virginia, and Kansas State. They are all sitting at 10-3 and in conference play. So those are the games around the Big 12 this weekend, men's and and women's. Again, we are uh, about to take off from Waco, so leaving things in the audio vault. You heard Baylor Baseball earlier today, their season opener from Globe Life Field in Arlington. Talk more about that and the uh, weekend in Baylor Athletics when we come back. Glad you're with us on this Friday afternoon. John Morris Show, Aaron Sexton at the controls. We are brought to you in part by Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. On the web at alansamuelsdcj.com. We're brought to you by the Pioneer Boys at Pioneer Steel and Pipe, 2003 South Loop 340 and Highway 6 in Waco. Great new location to serve you better on the web at pioneerboys.com. We're brought to you by Alliance Bank, two locations in Waco, one in Temple, one in Georgetown for Alliance Bank, Central Texas. And brought to you by the the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. Big weekend ahead for the Baylor Club. Check it all out on the web, thebaylorclub.com. Any questions you have about uh, reserving a space for your event, maybe reserving a a table for dinner, lunch or dinner, today or over the weekend, check that out. Give them a call at 254-710-8080. That is the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium.
Back with us as we continue on a Friday afternoon, the Rob Sellers Funky Bump of the Day there. Rob, I know you appreciate that, and uh, that brings us back, the Rob Sellers Funky Bump of the Day on this Friday. Again, leaving things in the audio vault for you today as we are uh, about to take off from Morgantown. Uh, cold in Morgantown, uh, really colder there with this two-game swing. We checked the weather in Morgantown and the weather in Provo, but uh, colder in Morgantown, and that's what we're headed into. Hey, uh, softball season for Baylor began last weekend, the two games against Tennessee. Baylor got their first win of the year last night. They won at McNeese on the road 3-2. to two. Now they'll play a three-game series against Louisiana. Begins tonight at 6 p.m. They'll play tonight at 6. They'll play tomorrow at 2, and then Sunday at noon, Baylor versus Louisiana Softball, all three games on 101.3 FM. And you heard earlier here on ESPN Central Texas, season opener for Mitch Thompson and the Baylor baseball team against Nebraska. They are playing at the Shriners Children's College Showdown at uh, Globe Life Field in Arlington. Bears will turn around and play Oregon tomorrow at 11. The game also here on ESPN Central Texas. And then Sunday, they'll play Tennessee, the number nine team in the nation. That one also here on ESPN Central Texas. If you want to find uh, video streaming, Flow Sports televising those games from Arlington, all of them, uh, nine games total this weekend. This is the opening day for uh, college baseball. Uh, Big 12 included there. The other games, Baylor, Nebraska, Cincinnati at Jacksonville. A couple of games today, Oklahoma versus Oregon. They are in Arlington. Kansas versus uh, Illinois. Chicago down in Corpus Christi, Bryant at UCF this afternoon, West Virginia playing at Stetson, BYU versus Southern Cal. They're playing out in Mesa, Arizona. There's some games out there that will be on MLB.com if you want to try to track down some uh, Major League Baseball. I'm sorry, some uh, college baseball on MLB.com. BYU versus Southern Cal tonight at 6 is one of those. Um, Binghamton plays at Houston tonight at 6.30. Oklahoma State at Sam Houston. Florida Gulf Coast at number four, TCU. Frogs at home, 6.30 tonight. Big 12 now on ESPN+. Plus. 24th-ranked Kansas State versus Cal. They are out in Scottsdale. That'll be on the MLB Network as well. San Diego at number 16, Texas, 7 o'clock tonight on the Longhorn Network. And then uh, Texas Tech is also in Arlington in the Shriners Children's College Schlote showdown. Uh, 21st ranked Texas Tech will take on number nine Tennessee tonight, seven o'clock from Arlington. Uh, Tech uh, playing three games there, as is Oklahoma, as is Baylor in Arlington. So baseball season is here. Um, recheck of the uh, rankings going into the season. This is D1 baseball. TCU is number five. Texas 16, Texas Tech 21, Kansas State 24. Those are the big 12 uh, teams that are ranked in the preseason poll. K-State's first appearance in the rankings um, going back to 2015. So there is softball and baseball that is going on. Let's turn the focus back to basketball. I'll take a break. When we come back, we'll visit with Tony Caridi, the voice of the West Virginia Mountaineers. Baylor in West Virginia comes up tomorrow, 5 o'clock tip-off here on ESPN Central Texas. Get Tony's thoughts on uh, the Mountaineers, much better team at home. At least their record would indicate that than playing on the road. We'll have that when we come back. Stay with us. Thanks to Eric. 
Aaron Sexton for making things work in the Allen Samuels Studios. We are brought to you in part by D'Amore Fine Jewelers. D'Amore at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. Kansas inbounds. They're out of time. They're out of luck. It's over. The West Virginia University Mountaineers have stunned the number three rated Kansas Jayhawks by a final score of 91 to 85. Students storming onto the floor. Celebration begins. And it is a great day to be a Mountaineer wherever you may be. The Bears are headed to Morgantown to take on West Virginia this Saturday. Here now is the voice of the Mountaineers, Tony Caridi, joining the John Morris Show on ESPN Central Texas. I like that courtesy of the Mountaineer Sports Network from Learfield. Tony Caridi with the call. One of the great wins for the Mountaineers this year on their home floor. They knocked off Kansas, as you heard, when they were number three in the nation. So uh, some big wins for the Mountaineers already this season. Baylor playing there in WVU Coliseum tomorrow evening. Let's visit with our good friend, the voice of the Mountaineers, Tony Caridi. And Tony, welcome. We're looking forward to coming your way. John, it is always great to see you. Always great to see the Baylor Bears, our first and only regular season encounter this year with this new schedule format. That's a, a very good point. Good starting place for us. How, how do you like that? I mean, I think we had it so good with the double round robin. You knew you'd get everybody at home and on the road. Uh, how do you think it's worked out so far this year? Well, I could be politically correct and say, you know, John, times change, but no, I, I truly, I truly do miss it. I, I really, really enjoy. That was one of my favorite things uh, within the league, both in football and basketball, that you were going to play everyone in football once and in basketball twice. I, it was special. It was old school. I know we were one of the last ones, if the last one, uh, to do it. But unfortunately, um, times change, and you just have to settle for what you get now. Yeah, and, and I agree with you. And it's it's as equitable as possible. But it's not really equitable, is it? Because depending on who you play once, who you play twice, who you play on the road, right. who you don't play at home, things like that, I guess it's as good as it can be. You're right. You're right. I mean, the thing of it is, John, as you know, because the league has such great depth, um, there isn't a whole lot of huge difference, right? Um, your middle is so good that regardless of what configuration you get of your schedule, chances are, whoever you are, by the time you get through it, it's still going to be hard enough. Yeah, very much so, especially this year. Uh, we played a highlight cut of your win over Kansas. What a huge win that was for you guys. You beat Texas up there also. Uh, West Virginia's had its moments this year, haven't you? We've had a few, John, as you know, and I don't know how closely your folks, you know, follow what we've been going through, but it has been an unprecedented season um, for us, um, unprecedented certainly for me. This is my 40th season that I've been involved with West Virginia basketball, and there hasn't been one that has been more turbulent than this one. And it's just been a situation that started, you know, back in last May, um, you know, Bob Huggins had his first 
issue on a radio station in Cincinnati. Six weeks later, um, he had a situation in Pittsburgh where he was arrested for DUI. And to be quite honest with you, you could go back and say since last May, um, this program has been uh, just upside down. Uh, we were we had a nice roster uh, that they had put together prior to Coach Huggins's resignation. And I think that legitimately that team would have been a preseason number four, preseason number five in the Big 12 and would have had a you know definite chance to be an NCAA team and a team that contended. And when all of that happened, you know, with the portal, those players had an opportunity to leave for the first 30 days. And many of them did. I mean, you see Joe Toussaint now at Texas Tech, mm-hmm. uh, Trey Mitchell, Trey Mitchell's at Kentucky, Mo Wagee's at Alabama, James O'Conquo's at North Carolina. And so you got picked apart and then you had to go re-recruit. And now it's June. And Josh Eilert, who was on staff with uh, with Coach Huggins for all 16 of his seasons in Morgantown, um, took over on an interim role. And he's been uh, he's been having to coach this team with both of his hands behind his back all season because besides having to re-recruit and go get new guys in June, um, we had this situation of a really unfortunate circumstances. Kirk Carissa, the point guard, had transferred in from Arizona, suspended for the first nine games for an NCAA violation uh, that he committed while he was at Arizona. Then you had the two players – that were second time transfers who were denied eligibility, Noah Farrakhan and Raekwon Battle. That ended up going all the way through federal court because the NCAA had said no. And ultimately they get a favorable ruling in federal court, which opened the door across the country for second time transfers to be granted instant eligibility. So all of a sudden, after nine games of the season, you get Creasa back, you get those two players becoming eligible, and right at that game, game 10, you lose your best player. Center Jesse Edwards, who came from Syracuse, who's a double-double guy, uh, broke his wrist, and he was out for six weeks. Other than that, Mrs. Lincoln, how was the play? That's kind of been uh, our season um, so far, and the trio of Creasa, Battle, and Edwards – that was supposed to be the nucleus have only played together 77 or 78 minutes this entire season. And they've only played in five or six games, you know, since all of this has happened. So um, that's a very long answer to your short question, but that kind of puts perspective into where West Virginia is right now. It's a great answer. And part of that was Josh Eilert being elevated to interim head coach. And that seems like uh, was maybe the only move, but certainly the best move for the program. Yeah, it was because the situation, I don't know who else was going to come in, John, um, and, and take this. And Josh, from day one, has said, we are not going to play the role of a victim here. We're not going to have the victim's mentality. We're not going to make excuses. And they haven't. But the reality of it is, while he may not say it, um, it has just been, for all the reasons I just gave you a moment ago, uh, for all of those reasons, in this league, uh, it's almost um, it's almost impossible to be successful uh, consistently unless you've got a group that's tight together, that you've brought through off-season conditioning, playing together. They were supposed to go to Italy in the summer. That would have been a great bonding opportunity. They canceled that when all the other things were happening. So it's just been fragmented all season long. 
How is uh, side question here? How is Coach Huggins? Have you seen him? Is he, is he still around at all? He still lives in town, and he has been to a good handful of games. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, he's still around and has been watching from the stands. Interesting. How about uh, the home court advantage in the league this year? It just seems like, you know, games are so tight. The home court sometimes is the deciding factor. It's tough to win road games in this league this year, isn't it? It is. It really, it truly is. And then you mentioned, I mean, the two highlights of the season for WVU have been the Kansas and the Texas win. So it kind of shows you that, you know, when you're home, I just think you have more energy. It's, it's just a matter. I mean, we were looking at your numbers um, earlier today on our preview and uh, you know, you guys shoot the living heck out of it from three, but on the road, you're at 31% from three. So, you know, it makes a world of difference. Teams just feel more comfortable uh, when they're on their home floor. If you get a good enough start in a game, it normally leads to great energy in your building. And despite the fact that West Virginia has struggled this season, you know, our fans are still there. Um, they know the circumstance. They know, uh, you know, what the situation is. And they're they're doing their part. We're, you know, we're well over 10,000. Um, average attendance again. And so they're trying to do their part. If you can play well early enough in a game, you know, they just hope that that can kind of buoy the team up to a different level. Yeah. Well, we know what we're getting into with the crowds there. So you have great fan support. Would expect nothing less uh, tomorrow for the game. Hey, I appreciate your time. Go get a haircut and I will uh, see you tomorrow (laughs) at the Coliseum. Look forward to it. Travel safe, buddy. We'll see you. I appreciate it. Thanks very much. That is the great Tony Carini, the voice of the Mountaineers, Baylor in West Virginia tomorrow. We're on the air at 4.30, tip off at 5, right here on ESPN Central Texas. Television tomorrow, 5 o'clock, most likely a slide in there on ESPN2. Back with more after this on a Friday afternoon on ESPN Central Texas. Back with this final segment, John Morris Show on a Friday, and we do appreciate you being with us this afternoon. Thanks to Aaron Sexton, again, making things work in the studio as uh, we just drop things in the audio vault and uh, get on the plane and go. And Aaron <laughs> Menez does a wonderful job of uh, timing things out and making it all work, getting it on the air, and we do appreciate him. Uh, otherwise, I'm not sure what you'd be listening to right now. Wouldn't be bad at all. Probably be ESPN network programming, but wouldn't be, uh, wouldn't be this right now. Hey, uh, final segment. And we love to give you uh, birthdays over the weekend. Uh, and those today it's Roy Nash's birthday today. Happy birthday to Roy, former Baylor basketball letter winner. Now the CEO at neighbor works Waco Roy, a tremendous job there. Community, community oriented, uh, and happy birthday to Roy Nash. It's Shannon Rippy's birthday today. Happy birthday to Shannon. Tony Brubaker's birthday is today. John Simpson's birthday. John, former Baylor track standout and receiver. Happy birthday to John Simpson. 
Mm, let's see. Who else do we have? Tommy Brazier's birthday today. Happy birthday to uh, Tommy Brazier. Uh, Brian Hogue. Um, a uh, friend of mine from high school, from Danville, we played baseball together. Now a well-respected attorney. Oh, I'd like to sit in on one of his cases. Brian Hogue is a great guy. Happy birthday to him. And uh, he is, uh, as all of my uh, friends uh, are, <laughs> or classmates are, he's turning 65 today. Happy birthday to Brian Hogue. Brent Lightsey's birthday. Great guy. Happy birthday to Brent. Um... And I think that is it. Let me dip into the weekend a little bit uh, as we won't be with you Saturday and Sunday. But some of the birthdays uh, coming up tomorrow. There was one in particular that I had noticed earlier in the week that I wanted to mention on uh, Saturday the 17th. Okay, scanning, still looking, trying to get down to the 17th and... I can't do it. So, oh, here it is. All right, it's Gene McGay, uh, Gene McGahan's birthday at KCEN. Great guy there. Happy birthday to Gene. Comes up tomorrow. Uh, Yelena uh, Yurkovic. For uh, well, she was Stanivuk when she played tennis here. Happy birthday to here, Yelena Stanivuk played tennis, women's tennis at Baylor. Her birthday is tomorrow. Brandon Count's birthday tomorrow. Brandon, uh, former quarter miler here at Baylor. Tony Pruitt's birthday. Happy birthday to him. Bill Thrasher's birthday is tomorrow. Uh, and Michelle Shero, that's the one. Michelle Shero, I wanted to get to Michelle, a great, great Baylor fan, travels to a good number of Baylor games. Her husband, Eric, uh, kind of helps make that happen. But happy birthday to Michelle, former track letter winner here at Baylor. Michelle Shero's birthday is coming up tomorrow. Look ahead even further to Sunday, the 18th. It's Joey Scrivano's birthday on Sunday, uh, Baylor women's tennis coach. It's Melvin Bonner's birthday on Sunday, former Baylor receiver. Andy Burcham, the voice of the Auburn Tigers. His birthday is Sunday as well. Brett Dolan uh, does a ton of broadcasting. His birthday is tomorrow also. So so those are the birthdays uh, today, tomorrow, and Sunday leading into the weekend. We do appreciate you being with us today. And again, thanks to Aaron for making things work in the Allen Samuels Studios. Lord willing, we'll talk to you tomorrow from Morgantown with the Bears and the Mountaineers. Hope you enjoyed hearing from Tony Caridi, the voice of the Mountaineers, earlier today. Then uh, Monday in this 2 o'clock slot, which would be... Um, well, we'll be in Provo by Monday. It'll be one o'clock mountain time on Monday. We'll come to you from Provo, Utah. I had a Baylor and BYU on Tuesday evening. Thanks for being with us. We'd really do appreciate you being with us. And we invite you to stay tuned. The Matt Mosley show is coming up next on ESPN Central Texas.